and welcome to the podcast, Dads Who Love Sports. I'm Jeff Greatrick, and with me, your boy Shannon Hartley. Your boy Shannon Hartley. Chip boy. Random factoid, Shannon. Tell me your favorite thing about Greg Oden. His forearms. Good Lord, come on! It's the second take. What? I was gonna say that uh, he finally won a championship with the three the, on three, the Miami Heat. Big three. Oh, did he won did a he? championship with the Miami Heat? Yes, he did. Sitting on the bench, averaging probably thirty seconds a game. When was this? Oh, LeBron's with LeBron. first year, first. Or first one. I was like thinking way back to like Wade and Shaq, and I was like, there's no no way. That was Gary Payton's first first and only championship. Didn't deserve it. Why didn't he deserve it? He's like, is he a Hall of Famer? Should be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he will be. I think he still leads leads the NBA in steals. He he absolutely deserves it. Or maybe John Stockton does. John Um, Stockton probably leads. Probably. But he does lead the NBA in trash talk. What? Oh, snap. Oh, Oh, snap. Gary Payton, too. Was on the Blazers for, well, it was preseason. He came up for a couple games. No one cares. I care because you know why? It brings me to my point where we could have seen GP2 if the Blazers had a local G League team. Most people don't even know who GP2 is. Oh, that's true. I guess most of our listeners probably do. It's his son. It's his son. And he played at Oregon State. He did. Trash. Where Gary Payton played as well. And where Jeff went to school. I also went to the University of Oregon. I want to clarify that. (laughs) I went to both schools. And let me tell you, after being at both, go Ducks. He's a platypus. I am absolutely not. And that infuriates me. You know why? I mean, you're actually a platypus, but you choose to be a duck. You're a platypus that... I never once liked the beavers better than the ducks. But you went to both schools. So? That literally makes you a platypus. So, okay, academically. Sure. Okay, well, However next you time, want to take it, you're a platypus. Next time I go to the, like, intercollegiate spelling bee, I'll wear my, like, house divided t-shirt. <laughs> but when it comes to sports, I'm not a platypus at all. Were you ever good at spelling bees? Uh, the only one I can remember, I cheated. <laughs> How'd you cheat? I was in third grade. How do you cheat a spelling bee? I looked at my... Don't you have to, like, get oh, up in front of Oh, it was a people? spelling test. But it was like a... You didn't say it out loud. It was, like, handwritten. It was okay. third grade. I was, like, eight. I remember being I remember the pretty wording. good at spelling bees, but definitely not on the level of the nerds. No. What you you know who the nerds are. People you... that we aspire to be. Um... I wish I could spell better. I wish I didn't have to be, like, hey, <clears> Siri. <throat> Give me a word. Give me a word that's difficult. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. A-N-T-I... Anti dis anti disestablishmentarianism, disestablishment D I S E S T A N T I D I S E S T A B L T A B L I S H M E N T A R I A N I S M well, you kind of went back and forth. It's A N T I D I S E S T A B L A S H M E N T. You messed up. I did not. <laughs> the coolest thing. I, so I learned that in third grade for like a extra credit or something because I was like, 
I don't know, I was in Mrs. Peterson's class. And what it was kind just of horrible cool. extra credit is that? I don't know. Maybe I was in third grade. I can't remember. But I remember this. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Don't remember. I remember two things about third grade. Three things. Three things. One, <laughs> I beat this kid named Brandon at a... Uh, um, in the head? No. Oh. <laughs> we had a test for uh, the... Uh, learn. Uh, for learn- analog, analog <laughs> clocks. So it was a sheet of paper, and you had to tell the time for analog clocks. Uh-huh. We all did the test. Everyone passed it around. We had a grade of someone else's, and they like everyone stood up, and then it was like, hey, who got you know nine or I don't know, nineteen out of twenty or blah blah blah. blah. And Brandon, who was my uh, academic nemesis at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, you were a nerd. Yeah, well I won. <laughs> so. Right. I'm a champion of nerds, so I'm a champion. Uh, I got them all right, and he didn't, and that was great. So that was one. For all the listeners out there, if you ever had an academic nemesis, that made you a nerd in school. I was eight, so I'm fine with this. And I feel like you're putting uh, an umbrella over, like, nerds. Like, it's like a bat, like... No, being a nerd is great. Um, Because you can be a nerd about anything. Yeah, but if we're we're sports nerds. If you're only an act... If you're only an academic nerd, like growing up, though, I feel like that's a mm. bit different. And you're you so you probably had it a little more singularity growing up. Nerd singularity. Yeah, yeah, I can see that because we're sports nerds. Basing your life around academics, like there's kids who are really good academically, but also have their hand in a lot of different things. Like they play sports and it's they like do, an, or they do theater, and they like you can be a nerd. It's like about an ama- amazing surgeon who's a terrible people person. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, I get it. You're a nerd. You know where all this stuff is. But it's like, how about you learn to, like, say hi to someone of the opposite sex and not have a sexual harassment claim? Yeah. Or be too afraid to, like, say anything at all. Yeah. Uh, what was I listening to? Uh, I was listening to John Canzano the other day on the radio. And he was he was talking about, like, hiring an ac- like a, a person who has, like, all the skill sets versus a person who can just like communicate and be a people person mm-hmm. and they were saying like oh you'd way rather go with the people person mm-hmm. unless it's like a job where like a doctor or a nurse where they have to have the skill set but if even then you would prefer someone who has the skill set and the and the skill set of like social like social you, skills you can teach skills you can't it's a lot harder to teach social personality skills and, and yeah yeah person ability sorry that's what i mean totally yeah Okay, real quick though. Yeah. The two other things I remember from third grade. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you one thing I remember from third grade. The other one was that. Uh, Actually, two things. In order to um, spin a ruler. Oh, no. That wasn't it. It was that my third grade teacher taught us the um, the times tables. And he said, it, and I was like, why do we have to learn this? You know, it's like three times three is nine, four times four is 16, all that stuff. He's like, because you're not going to carry around a pop calculator in your pocket for the rest of your life well mr hill <laughs> jokes on you mr hill <laughs> you didn't see smartphones yeah coming, did you? Uh, i carry around a calculator and a whole lot more in my pocket <laughs> so that was the other thing i learned and the third probably the most important thing is i learned how to spell anti-disestablishmentarianism and i remember that i was at costco with my dad and brother in salem costco on mission street there's only one in salem okay and I'm telling my brother, I was like, I know how to spell anti-disestablishmentarianism. And he's like, it doesn't count because you're barely you even know. saying it. It's anti-disestablishmentarianism. Okay. Okay. And I was like, I know how to spell it. And he's like, doesn't count if you don't know, know what it means. 
He said, use it in a sentence. And I, and I looked him straight in the eye. My, we're, at the, we're in the checkout line. My dad's right in front of us. Look him straight in the eye, and I said, sentence, I can spell anti-disestablishmentarianism. My dad turns around from the cart, and he goes, he gotcha. <laughs> and that was it. That was the first. I was in go. third grade. You won that That was the bee. first time I owned my brother, like, mentally. Since then, it was it was like my brother could, would always, like, pound. Like, we'd fight because we're just brothers, you know, little kids. And he would always win, like, physically because he was bigger. You know, I was, like, four years younger. But I would always have the last word. It was amazing. It was really fun. <laughs> my brother doesn't have a smartphone, though, so I don't think he'll listen to this. So it's fine. I love you, Grant. Love you, bro. <laughs> What I remember from third grade is um, my teacher was Miss. The following audio has been removed for privacy and security purposes. Please continue the rest of the podcast and enjoy. Thank you. Um, but there were a few things. So uh, <laughs> I wrote a, a letter to Michael Jordan when I was in third Dude, grade sick. and got a response from Michael Jordan. You shut your mouth right now. <laughs> well, I mean, probably Michael Jordan's people. But Who I was in cares? Thir- I was in third grade. You like, got a response from Michael Jordan's people? Yes, from his people. And it was amazing. And they sent me shoelaces and this huge... Lo- I literally still have it today. Like, is this fold-out thing with... Oh, such a cool design. And uh, I... I read the letter during sh- show and tell, um, and I, <laughs> uh, actually, that was a different story, because I remember also being in third grade, and I got some, some new shorts, and I thought they were so cool that I wanted to bring them for show and tell, and then... But you pooped your pants? <laughs> no. Um, one, uh, there was a girl in my class... You Jeff- wanted to bring shorts? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that's show and tell. What, that's what I'm getting to. So you get to the front of the screen and you grab your junk and you're like, check it out. <laughs> check out my new shorts. No, so that's what I'm getting to. A girl in my class, um, I think I told her like that. Was I brought, Jenny in your class? I, no, she was in um, uh, Miss Merriman's class. Jenny and I grew up together, my wife. And uh, uh, we, we've liked each other since, since the first grade. Anyway, no, there was a girl in my class and she's like, you brought shorts for show and tell. <laughs> and I got so angry. <laughs> but also, she made a lot of sense. And I was like, this is the dumbest idea ever. <laughs> and also, I hate you. Don't ever talk to me again. What was her name? Jackie. Um, she moved Jackie, to West Virginia. if you're listening to us in uh, Charleston, West Virginia, we just would like to say... Uh, do you have Michael Jordan shoelaces? <laughs> Think not. That's right, Jackie. What was Jackie's last name? Jackie. Oh, you can't say it. It's oh. defamation. defamation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, I have Michael Jordan's oh. uh, baseball card, which is pretty cool. My brother probably has one of those. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that um, I don't even know if I should say this, actually. When in doubt, say it. You can always cut it out. So when in doubt, we can cut it out. I ended up partying Hashtag. with uh, Mrs. Beep. Later, when I was in high school. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My third grade teacher. You partied with your third grade teacher. Yeah. 
So here's Third why. Third grade, 12th grade, you partied with her nine grades later? <laughs> yeah. So here's why. Um, her son was a year or two below me. and You partied <clears throat> with her or you partied and she was there? So she was there, but she was like talking with people and drinking as well. Like she was fine with everything going on. Um, and, there were high and she was like, "Oh, hey, Shannon!" Like she, she remembered me. Yeah, and we were like not twenty-one. What? And yeah, and I just thought it was so cool. Like, gave her a big hug, and maybe we need to beep her name out. Well, that's why I was like, I don't know if I should say it. Hmm. I think we'll be okay. I don't think we have enough listeners right now. <laughs> I mean, it did happen. Is she still teaching? No idea. <laughs> It's fine. We'll go back and uh, we'll just beep out her uh, names, so you'll still they'll still hear the story. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So that was uh, my Dude. other third grade story. Partied it up with my third grade teacher. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. Yeah. I can't that's hilarious. So let's do an update on Disney Plus. Dude, Disney Plus... We've had it for a week. ...is awesome. But one of our friends, Courtney, pointed out, it's really astute observation. It, I, it really is our generation. The millennial generation. Yes. my, my it's parents for the millennial Yeah, generation. my parents could probably care less about but, it. But they, I mean, they can use it for the grandkids. Oh, sure. and And I'm sure because they're also, you know, baby boomers, so... They have the, they're like, oh, 12 bucks a month? Okay. Wait, do they like Nat Geo? I don't know, probably. They could watch Nat Geo. I mean, here's the thing, is I've been mooching the Netflix off of them for coming up on how long has Netflix been around? <laughs> yeah, as have we. <laughs> off our, off it's like every time, every time I hear Netflix prices going up, I'm like, oh man, oh. that seems like a problem for the account holder. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a problem for mom and yeah, because I'm 30 and uh, I don't ever plan on paying full price for that. <laughs> yeah, oh. uh, no, it's awesome. I've been watching uh, Winnie the Pooh with Emma because we got the like full slate of it, and she loves it. Also, been watching Recess. Mm, yeah. That was a show I used to like. Um, I haven't Have seen Mandalorian any... yet. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't either. I'm not okay. huge on Star Wars. Um... <laughs> I think I feel like I've said that a few times now. I like Star Wars. Um, you should watch it. Have there been any Disney original movies that you've gone back and watched? Uh, not yet. It's only been a week. It's... So, the first the first movie Disney original that I wanted to watch was Brink, mm. and I was like, Jenny, such a great movie. I was like, Jenny, a decom movie, a decom movie, <laughs> Disney Channel original movie. For those of you who don't know what decom is. Um, I didn't know until like three hours ago. But yeah, Jenny like hasn't really seen any of the the Disney originals. So we went back and watched Brink. And it holds up. It totally holds up. I haven't seen it yet, like recently, but I believe it. I uh see Motocross yet? No no. I loved no. Motocross. But anyway, I was I was kind of expecting Brink like when I went back and watched it to be like super, super, super cheesy and probably really bad. But it's not bad at all. Like it's definitely a little bit cheesy in some areas. But like it's a, it's a Disney, yeah, it's a decom, um, and it totally holds up. The yeah. main actor Eric Von Denton kills it. He just fits that role, and it it 
all works. Shout out to Eric if you're listening to us from Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> you suck. I bet you don't have a... <laughs> is Charleston in West Virginia? I think it is. Or is that Virginia? <laughs> One uh, of them. I, Charleston, isn't it Charleston, North Carolina or South Carolina? I There's some... There's some town with a in West Virginia that starts with a C, and I think it's Charleston. I feel like Charleston's also in North Carolina. Hmm. I'm not well, sure. No, Charleston, West Virginia. There's a Charleston? West, I, well, probably every state has a Charleston. Population 50,000. Charleston, West Virginia. That's great. It's the capital. No, oh, it's, okay. it's the capital. Right. Charleston, yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. Most go. populous city. Wow, the most populous city 50, of West 000? Virginia is fifty thousand. No way. That is insane. I don't believe that. I, it's, it's, it's right an, there. It's an East Coast. It's state. West Virginia, though. <laughs> West. It's west of the East Coast. Although, fast fact: Did you know that West Virginia is more eastern than Virginia? The easternmost point of West Virginia is more eastern than the easternmost point of Virginia. I didn't know that. So, like, the little sliver of West Virginia that, like, pops out. That is it. a fun fact. So, Back to the podcast. So, Ooh, we're, we're going to get to sports in just a bit. We promise. This has actually we, gone on pretty long. Yeah. Um, but so I want you to talk about Frozen really quick. Oh, yeah. Because... Uh, he, he texted I got, me a, about I got it. a hot take on Frozen. He uh, he texted our our group thread and was like, "I'm about to watch fr- the actually Frozen. video chatted it." Oh, that's right. Which is so much fun. Oh, so good. Idea for the end of the podcast: we start a video chat, see who joins in right before we cut off for the episode. I like it. Yeah, like you be... mean like a live stream? No, like like right now, just speakerphone it, see who comes on. Are you talking about our our like fantasy thread? Yeah. Like, oh. all three of them. <laughs> see what happens. Wow. Just an idea. We'll see what happens. You'll see if it happens. Um, but anyway, okay. I, I told Jeff that that it was going to be a letdown because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the first Frozen. I think Tangled is by far a way better movie. So, Jeff, I, take it away. So, Frozen, when did Frozen come out? Frozen came out I'm going to guess 2016. What? The original Frozen? No. Came out in like 2012. No, it didn't. 2015? 13. 2013. Really? Yeah. It is six years old. No. Right there. 2013. Wow. So, it was like a big hit. Obviously, like, oh, I really like Frozen. Like, let it go. Like, my niece couldn't sing the entire Let It Go song. And by the entire Let It Go, I mean she sings, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it And on repeat. It's kind of adorable. But my brother's like, after 15 minutes, yeah. your 12 minutes is like, you're too far. So, he, uh, so I didn't watch it. I never see it. Didn't have any reason to it. And I decided I was like, I was married at the time. Married, yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'll just wait until we have kids. So this this Saturday, Emma and I watched Frozen. It's thanks like, to Disney Plus. Thanks to Disney Plus. It was the first time we saw it, and just so happens Frozen Two is coming out on Saturday. Yeah, or on I Friday. Had that to talk about. So we watched it. Um, Emma got distracted a couple times. Um, I paid attention a little bit more to the plot, and uh, Shannon's story checks out. Underwhelming ending. Like. Yeah. Lackluster at best. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a Disney movie, not a Disney Channel original movie, but a Disney movie. So, like, 
everyone, everything gets resolved. It's all good in the hood at the end. Um, not, not to spoil it, except for it's six years old. So <laughs> guess what? At one point, it wasn't frozen, and then things were frozen. And then at the end, they weren't frozen. I just... The plot to me is predictable and I wonder if they could hear that on the pod. My gurgle? <laughs> yeah, his throat just my throat, gurgled. My throat just gurgled. Um, I just, yeah, it was predictable and not great um, and cheesy, well, like and the summer just, song. They botched the ending Yeah, because the ending, the ending is like, like. And the, par- the her parents are horrible parents. Why did they leave? Why did they... They just, like, locked her away for... Yeah. And didn't let her live her life. Yeah, and shout out to... What's the non-princess with the frozen powers? There's Elsa and the other one. Annabelle? Um, Anna. Anna? 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 I think it's Anna. Let's go with Anna. I don't know if it is. Shout out to Anna, who has the most positivity after being locked up in a castle with, like, servants for, like, what, had to have been at least ten years? Yeah. I just, oh my gosh, I can't stand her parents. Why did they have to leave? I don't get it. So, uh, really excited for Frozen 2 because I think. Are we'll we take, really excited? I'm really excited because only because I'm gonna. That'll be Emma's first movie. Oh, that's right. That and we well, might Hazel and I yeah. might go with you. We'll so, see. We'll see. Unless you want it to be just a daddy daughter thing. No, I mean. It'll be mostly just be like, is Emma feeling up to it, and am I feeling up to taking her? Like, I, it'll be her first movie, whether or not it's this Saturday or two Saturdays from now. Yeah. Um, hopefully, she asks for it all the time because she loves the songs. Mm, hopefully, Frozen Two redeems Frozen One. You know what? It's a very Frozen, very <laughs> rare circumstance where the sequel is better than the first one. So it's very unlikely. Usually in a trilogy, which Frozen has the potential of being a trilogy, the order of best goes one, three, two. Hmm. Yeah. That I is see that typical. Happening. So we'll see. I mean, I don't um, know how they make the ending worse. I hope there's a Tangled too. Tangled. Have you seen is Tangled? Tangled? Not yet. Ah, oh, Tangled is so good. Dude, we're like 25 minutes in. Haven't even touched sports. This is dads who love sports. We are dads first. We're talking more dad stuff today. Yeah. Okay, can I start with my sports apathy? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. We'll talk your sports apathy, and I'll probably talk some sports apathy too, maybe. And then maybe we'll get to some sports news. <laughs> maybe well, not. And then maybe we'll talk a little bit of ducks and, and blazers and all that. We'll see. But uh, so I had this. Okay. I love sports. It's not going anywhere. I love sports. I love sportsy sports. Sports. I'm a dad. Here it goes down. Sports. Down into my belly. Um, I just had this realization this weekend because my wife was working, so I was with my daughter a lot, and like I was trying to like not have the TV on as much, like you know, watching football this time. But then I'm just like staring at my phone, and I'm watching football, or I'm checking my fantasy football team, or I'm checking like my sports betting, you know, hey, here's five bucks towards this, you know, game. And by Sunday night, it it really just hit me. Like I, it was honestly probably when, so Emma's will be two in January, this is November, and um, she said, go Eagles. It was so cute, and we like we were watching like she was watching the Eagles, and we, I love the Eagles. Shannon loves the Eagles, and 
like I was just so invested in that game, but also like my daughter and I realized like I've been focusing so much on like the ups and downs of fantasy football has like not like not too much or not in a bad way, I guess. It wasn't like negatively affecting my life, but like I was focusing so much on it that it was like I wasn't you know, I could have been doing other stuff or I could have been focusing more on, you know, other things. And it just hit me that I was like, I don't care so much about whether or not the Jazz cover the Grizzlies. <laughs> and also if LeBron puts up twenty over 25.5 points. Mm-hmm. And I also don't care so much if the Steelers beat the Browns. It's like, I love my teams and I love my family. So like, go Blazers. But I really, like, in the past, like, I could tell you, you know, like, probably at any given day during, you know, the Major League Baseball season, I could tell you every team's record. Wow. Like, I, you know, like, yeah. and it's like, that is it's too intense. much. That's too much. I shouldn't be able to be like, oh, gosh, what's well, July? So, no, they're 45 and 61 and be like a game or two off. I shouldn't be able to tell you that about, you know, the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. a team that I don't care about at all. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing that more and more with more and more sports about teams like I don't care about. And I'm coming back to my roots to be like, I want, like, I don't want Emma to love sports so much as I want her to love the Ducks and I want her to love the Blazers and I want her to love the Eagles. And... That's where, I mean, we, we, nobody is ever busy. I don't think people are busy. I think we all prioritize. And so we have a finite amount of time, and I've been choosing to spend it on dumb, like focusing on dumb aspects of sports. I love fantasy football. I'm not stopping fantasy football. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do, like in my leagues that I'm not paying attention as much, like I set my your seven fantasy yeah. football. <laughs> I will not do that. Many I told next year. you before this season. Yeah. I was like, "You're gonna regret that." I don't regret it because it gave me a good, you know, realization. Yeah, that's good. You know, is like I, I love. I'm not dipping out on my on my fantasy leagues, but I also don't care so much if I miss a waiver wire, or it should be more about community because we had some guys over and and um, Shannon was there the just to watch Thursday night football. That was so much more fun than the fact that Joe Schobert, who was on one of my defensive players, put up 34 points. That was cool, but the community <laughs> was so much better. Yeah. And so I'm getting apathetic towards the sports that I don't want, I shouldn't be caring about because I'm I'm a dad who loves sports. I'm not just a guy who loves sports. I've got other priorities, and those should come first. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think the great thing about like fantasy football and we've been talking a lot about the sports betting is that it makes the games so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it takes you away from from other things that you need to give attention to, whether that's your family or things getting done around the house or like you get so focused on like the points coming in for your fantasy or, you know, what's going on in the game. And like you said, for teams you don't even care about, mm-hmm. that <laughs> um, I I've just noticed like I give enough time, enough of my time to the teams I love. So you know, I try and watch most of the Blazer games. I watch all the Duck games um, and the Eagle games, and like that's a lot for Jenny, my wife, to take. Mm-hmm. And now like adding on sports betting and actually getting interested in those games because I've got money on them. 
is not good. It's, it's just like, you know, yeah, it's too much for, for my family. So I've really had to check but myself with that But do you think it's too much well. for you? Like, have you realized that it's too much for your family and too much for you? Like, um, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, those, it's those, too much. Those go together, obviously. It would but. be, I mean, it would probably be a lot different if, if I was like a single guy who, yeah. who had a lot of time to just do whatever I want. But even then I would be like, gosh, I wish I had I, a wife and kids. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I need to be doing something with yeah. my life. Um, yeah. and I think that's where it gets to me is like when, when I go through a Saturday and Sunday and the main thing I've been doing is watching college football. And then I get home from church and like, and I'm just, I start watching red zone uh-huh. immediately and it gets to be, you know, uh, four thirty or whenever red zone ends. And I'm like, well, weekend's almost over. <laughs> Seriously. All I did was watch football. Yeah. And maybe, like, I went and raked the leaves for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel, yeah. I think there's something, great. like, pure about that, that, like, dynamic of a weekend being special. Like, for the last two years, our wives have been away for, a, like, the first NFL weekend. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's so much – football's been gone for six months, seven months. And it's like we, we have the kids. We we bring them together, and we watch football all day Saturday and, like, all day, all day Sunday. Sunday. And it is beautiful. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. And I hope yeah. we get to do that, like, continuing on because – but it's also been, like, that's something special. But when it's literally every week and I'm mm-hmm. really, like – don't get me wrong, a Georgia – Auburn games like super cool to watch, but it's like I I I'm caring about it more because I care about the Ducks. Yeah. And what I want to do is like it's it's like I don't have to give up all of that by any means, but I don't have to devote, you know, all that time to it. It's like I'd rather be like, "Hey, I'm going to go to the park, you know, with my daughter this time and then Kelsey and I are going to go to coffee at this time because we got to be home by 7 because the Duck game starts at 7:30." Yeah, you know, or it's like, hey, the Blazers play four times this week. Um, I've got to work. I've got stuff to do around the house. Ooh, but they play the Lakers on Friday. Yeah, we got to make sure we watch that game. You know, and it's like you got to prioritize it, and mm-hmm. just and then it's also like Thursday night football when it's, I mean, when it's the Titans versus the Texans, and it's like I don't care. I mean, I I do because I love the sports, but like. You got to prioritize. Yeah, got to be intentional with your time. And it's yeah, so so true. So for everyone out there, this is Dads Who Love Sports, and oh <laughs> oh, and we're gonna talk uh, about some yeah, sports. we're gonna talk about some sports. We're not ending the podcast. <laughs> um, college football. So no the, change in the rankings. No change. Well, at least for what we care about. <laughs> Top six is all. That Top matters. six. Um, so it's LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama at five, and Oregon, Oregon. at six. A lot no of people change. thought that Alabama might pop. I was gonna say pop out of the top six, but just go lower. Yeah, because um, of Tua being out. Yeah, because Tua got injured, um, and that's not the case. Which I actually think is fine. I don't think a team should be docked um before they have a lapse or before they lose if they've been playing well just because they had an injury 35 to 7 at halftime 38 30. to 7 final I know it didn't change much but that for me guess what I, th- there's still two two three weeks left like there's time yeah. to lower them it's fine if they lose 
bump them, bump them lower. Well, the thing, you know, for Oregon is Alabama is not going to have a championship game. Yes, they have Auburn to play, which I'm very much hoping Auburn wins. But I yes, don't they think have it matters, Auburn to play. It, it really doesn't. Because if Oregon and Utah wins their own out, destiny. it's they're like, gonna have that top. They're gonna have a. They're gonna. One of them's gonna have a championship. Yeah. And the other one will have beaten a you know top eight team. So the reality is, and top because, seven team. Yeah. Potentially yeah, top, top six. At so that time. you know, with Georgia having to play LSU in the championship game, it's very unlikely that both of them get in. Um, it'd be possible if Georgia wins that LSU would stay in, which would just suck. But, you know, it's I think the Pac-12, if Utah and Oregon went out, the Pac-12 controls its destiny to have a guaranteed spot. Yeah, totally. So, You know, I'm actually, it keeps popping in my head that I'm actually, I see Oregon State against Oregon as it's such a, big game. a large trap game for Oregon. It is. It's the last game before... And Oregon State's actually playing good. Oregon State's playing really well. Smith is putting together a really good team, and I think he's building a program. A really good program, yeah. Yeah, that's he's a team player. And I was saying that last year. I mean, they did awful last year, but they. But I mean, he he inherited inherited a terrible team, horrible program. He inherited Gary Anderson's team. (laughs) We don't know where his mouth. We don't know. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, he's just uh, he's done so well with with what he's given there and so i see that as a huge trap game i see utah getting to the championship the pac-12 championship easily i'm just scared about that oregon versus oregon state game mm-hmm. <clears throat> so well, yeah they've already oregon and utah have already locked up their spots or no utah hasn't. i'm not i'm not worried about them getting there but even i mean oregon will still get to the championship if they lose to oregon state but yeah. they'll lose out on the playoff yeah that's yeah. what I'm scared about. And you know it would suck them almost more. Not it wouldn't suck more. Because like if we lost to Oregon State and still made the playoff, it's like, okay, like we made the playoff. But it's the last game of the season, so it's almost unlikely to lose that late in the season for your first loss in a scenario where we're undefeated. It's second off, oh my gosh, that would be the national championship for all Beaver fans. Yeah, it would. Because they care about that rivalry. Way more than we do, <laughs> and I don't. I'm not saying that we like care, like don't care about it. I would equate it. We don't to, have to care about it right now. Well, I would equate much. it to like Michigan, Michigan State, and Michigan, Ohio State. That's how we are. We're Michigan, and it's like yeah, Michigan, Michigan State. Like that's a big game, but it's not as big as Michigan, Ohio State, which is what it is with Oregon and Washington. You know, it's like playing the Huskies is. I mean, it's not on that. I don't think it's that. Big yeah, I wouldn't level, say it's on that level. But it's that comparison. Even Michigan, Michigan State, I would say is is maybe probably a bigger rivalry, but also a better rivalry than Oregon and Oregon State has been. The lat in the early two thousands though, that was good. Yeah, but the as back of and late, forth, as of late, it's been a real wash. Yeah, Oregon Although, State's just usually trash. The late two thousands, early two thousand tens, Washington was trash. Yeah. So, That's true. Well, Oregon went on a run. So Oregon beat them for twelve years straight. Gosh. Twelve years a slave. Boom. I Money. loved that hashtag. <laughs> we can't call this episode twelve years a slave. Let's not. <laughs> so But we could call it we can't call this episode twelve years a slave. <laughs> <laughs> um Tula. 
Let's talk about his injury. How does this impact um, the NFL draft? Um, do we think they'll get bumped? Alabama will get bumped out later down the road just based off this injury, even if they keep winning. Um, what do you think? I think that, well, first of all, let me say, I have no problem with Nick Saban playing Tua in the last drive of the first half. Neither it's, do I. It's I not uncommon to finish out a half. Like, and it's two-minute drill. It's the first half. Justin Herbert was in the game until the fourth quarter, and they were winning by yeah. so about the same amount. Sometimes it's just a sucky situation, and, you know, it's like you can't, you know, you don't know when something like that's going to happen, so I got no issue there. I don't think that they, as much as I want them to fall because of it, I don't think they will, but I think it's a non-issue because Alabama, like, they don't. They're not going to play in a championship game, you know. Unless LSU loses the next two games against who knows who, Kentucky and Vanderbilt or something, you know. <laughs> um, so it's it's kind of a non-issue because even if they win and are barely winning and somehow beat, you know, Auburn, um, which I think it's at Auburn. But they could definitely still beat Auburn. They can still beat Auburn. I but, think it's funny because people are like, ooh, they're not going to be as but good But they're not going to be a championship game. That's There's yeah. a precedent on a championship game. I just think it's funny that people are thinking Alabama's like not going to be great now without Tua. Like, yeah. Tua came in in the national championship and, was, and threw darts. Like yeah. He was a huge well, and it's also, part of them winning it. This ranking and he was a freshman. means nothing. It's the only, it's the ranking after week 13. Yeah, what it, like exactly. it's the December, what is it, December seventh ranking. That's why I'm completely fine with Oregon where they're at. It's fine. I would prefer them being at five or four for that matter, but like they're fine. But if at they six. win out, they're going to be in the playoff almost and if they, guaranteed. Yeah, almost guaranteed. The only thing, I mean, LSU losing in the championship game to Georgia makes it tricky, and you Ooh, mix that blood. with. You mix that with Oklahoma winning the championship, the Big 12 championship, and then it gets dicey. Because then you've got, let's say, a Clemson and Ohio State that are both undefeated. And then you've got to figure out that LSU, one loss, Georgia, one loss, Oregon, one loss, Oklahoma, one loss, Alabama, one loss, and you got to pick two. That is a worst-case scenario well, I for think, Oregon. Well, I think they leave Alabama out because of Tua. And I think they leave Oklahoma out. And not out. a championship. And not a championship. And I think they leave Oklahoma out. But do they leave LSU out? They don't have a championship. They're a one-loss no, championship list they're team. They're not leaving LSU out. I don't know. They put emphasis on conference championship. It's why the Big 12 reinstated the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, it's just LSU has had too much clout this year. They've been too good. And if they I don't have think one they're going to lose. Up, it also would depend on how they uh, lost. It's true. But it's the last game of the season... I'm just saying Oklahoma, yeah, losing to Kansas State's not the same, so. Yeah. Which, has Kansas State continued winning? Uh, they're, they have a winning record. They had two losses when they beat Oklahoma. I wonder yeah, if they've... they have a winning record. I don't yeah. know if they're ranked or not, but, hmm. yeah. Um, Oregon Ducks basketball, they are going to be in the uh, Battle for Atlantis starting November 27th. And now, it's will that a, be in Atlantis? Yes. Um, it'll be underwater. Okay. It's a pretty cool tournament. <laughs> no, it's actually cool. in uh, it's in the Bahamas. 
This has become like one of the... So a suburb of Atlantis. Yes, yeah, it's close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, this has become one of the most popular um, tournaments in college basketball, actually. So North Carolina will be there. Oregon. um, I think Oregon's playing Seton Hall first. Nice. And there's there's one other big team um, that's going to be there that I can't think of right now. But anyway, I think there's like 10 teams or so, 10, 12 teams that are, that are going to be there. Um, but that should be a, a really cool tournament to watch. Uh, oh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga will mm, be there. Nice. And there's like Iowa State and some other not as great schools. But um, Let's go Cyclones. I think if Oregon. against the Cyclones? <laughs> nothing against the Cyclones. There's just, I don't think they're ranked in the top 25 right now. Um, I always have a bracket with Cyclones winning, winning it all. Because they're always like they're always the last, an underdog. They're always an underdog, but they're also mm-hmm. like a five. They're like they're a, they're like a five seed or a three seed. Yeah, they always end up doing pretty well. It seems. Um, Oregon Oregon is ranked eleventh right now. Just FYI yeah. for all of our listeners out there. Again, means nothing except for means everything. We just beat um, a Memphis, and they actually played James. Uh, what was his last name? Uh, James. He was the number one recruit in last year's class. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Memphis was, like, told he's not eligible to play, pretty much. And they ju- Memphis just ignored it and played him anyway. James Wiseman was his name. And Oregon beat him anyway. Nice. They had the number one recruiting class, and, and Oregon, I think, beat him by, like, seven or eight points. Nice. Um, so, yeah, the Battle for Atlantis, uh, November 27th. That should be a really fun tournament to watch. If Oregon beats Seton Hall in their first game... Then they go on, probably play Gonzaga, and if they win that game, if UNC uh, North Carolina keeps winning, Oregon would eventually play North Carolina as well. So it could be Seton Hall, mm-hmm. uh, Gonzaga, and North Carolina, which would, which would be awesome. Big for tournament seating. Oh yeah. yeah, huge for tournament seating, especially also with the win against Memphis. Yeah, with they were ranked 13, mm-hmm. and they had James Wiseman. So Oregon's got a great schedule this season. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, that's that's uh, all for college basketball right now. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to spend too much time on it this early. Is Philip Rivers done? Yeah, what do you think? He's been playing pretty awesome off the run sheet. Well, you saw. <sighs> I dropped him in. Uh, he in one of my leagues. He's just we- been. We have garbage. we have daughters, and so I don't want I don't want this to sound. I don't want this to come with the negative ta- connotation that it comes with, but he throws like a girl. <laughs> okay, he just throws it a little sidearm. He throw okay. He throws like I throw left handed. I don't and know. I throw like a girl. I don't know how you become an NFL quarterback throwing like that though. I should take that back. Hey, Emma, you can do anything you want. But let me tell you right now, you can throw it better than Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, she can. She's she's not even two. She can throw it better than Philip Rivers. I, I seriously just don't understand how you become an NFL quarterback throwing the ball like that. Like you can't get that much velocity on it. He actually must have so much like hip pain. He's got to have hip and shoulder pain. <laughs> he's doing the deck. He's doing the deck. Every the throw is the deck. Maybe wow. maybe Dak wants to throw it like Philip, but he's trying to get his hips up first. Oh yeah, that could be. <laughs> If you don't know what doing the DAC is, look it up. You you need to know you know who needs to do the DAC. 
Tua. So true. Too <laughs> oh, soon, gosh, man. Too soon. Too soon. He's going to need to do the deck a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the conversation that's being being had right now is, is this his last year? Maybe not in the NFL. Is this his last year with the Chargers? Tongue in the back of your throat. Jeff is going to sneeze. <laughs> I got it. Nice. I saved it. I saved it. Um, what you do is you no. put your tongue up in the back of your throat. Did you know that? I usually just do this, but my nose is running too at the same time, so oh. I don't want to do it. Bummer. Um, the I don't think it's his last. I don't think he's done in San Diego. I think that at the very least they'll um, draft a quarterback high and they'll do what you know New York is doing or did with Eli Manning and Daniel Jones. You know, that they'll want that mentor, you know. Yeah, that could be good because he probably doesn't want to move his family no. of 80 And kids. shout out to Philip Rivers and all of his amazing off-field, like, work. He does so much stuff for his community and, like, his, like, foundation. I don't know if it's called the, <clears throat> the Philip Rivers, Rivers foundation. foundation or something, but, like, good stuff. Really like that guy. And he talks a lot of trash on the field, yeah. but it's, like, good, healthy trash. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to respect any guy who's got, well, I think he has like eight or nine kids. Seriously. Man, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Does he <clears> know <throat> about birth control? Like, well, he's Catholic. Oh. <laughs> so he knows about it, but. Uh, Did you go to Notre Dame? <laughs> no, he went to NC State, right? That's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you uh, yeah, told think, me that. Yeah, because yeah, there's, three, there's three quarterbacks who went to NC State. Jacoby Brissett, Russell Wilson, and Philip Rivers. So, yeah. So, uh, Carmelo Anthony started for the Blazers tonight. Three Olympic gold medals. You can't. You can't <laughs> take that away. It's genius. Ten points, four rebounds. Is that what he had? Ten I think and four. He was ten and four. He looked Which, pretty bad because he he, looked, he put up a lot of shots. He looked. He's trying to get the rust off. Yeah, he looked bad. He also hasn't played an actual NBA game for 375 days. He looks like uh which I think it was actually 375 days. I think I just called that perfectly. You know, Eighth he's an 8th, 19th, and it was like 376. He is a great shooter. I just feel like anything he tries to do athletically, he just like was stripped of his athleticism. Like he's one of those players from uh Space Jam? <clears throat> From Space Jam. Yeah. That just got his his talent sucked away. I could see that. Like, he almost got... Do you think they did sh- that for the for Space Jam 2? Probably. <laughs> Mellow's one of those players. <laughs> uh, Lillard's going to be in that, by the I way. Know. He's one of the main main yeah. uh, NBA guys. Um, he just... He almost got shook hard, though, on defense um, early in the game. But, uh, yeah... I hope it works out with Portland, um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, as I can. <laughs> um, Miles Garrett. If you don't know what happened with Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph, also look it up. And do you live under a sports rock? Because if you're this far into our podcast and you don't know what happened with Miles Garrett, um, we thank you for the listen. <laughs> Thanks for getting this far. <laughs> Pause and look up Miles Garrett, <clears throat> Mason Rudolph, 
and he it's... hit him in the head with his own helmet. He ripped off his helmet. They're up 21-7. There's like eight seconds about left. To win. It's a dead ball. <clears throat> Rips off his helmet during like a, what do we call this, kerscruffle? A little scrimmage? Kerfuffle. 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 Kerscruffle. Means nothing. And then they're talking trash, you know, Lyman's pushing away, pushing away. Hits Mason Rudolph in the head with Mason Rudolph's helmet. Yeah, so let's let's take people to the beginning. Gosh. So, Miles Garrett tackles Mason Rudolph um, after well he, after the play, pretty pretty well after Mason Rudolph had gotten rid of the ball, and they could, were hugging. Could have let him go, yeah. like he didn't need to take him down. But Bear hugs him, takes him down, and Mason Rudolph gets upset, and they're just kind of like kerfuffle. They're in a kerfuffle, and they're then yeah, Mason Rudolph. Shouldn't have, but did try to rip off Miles Garrett's helmet, and uh, and it didn't happen. Miles Garrett's a lot bigger than Mason mm-hmm. Rudolph. Easily took Mason Rudolph's helmet off mm-hmm. with two guys pull like pushing him away, mm-hmm. and then Mason Rudolph gets so upset, chases chases Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, and then yeah, Miles just I don't he was seeing red. He just had to be seeing red. I don't even think he was like thinking. Mm-hmm. I think he just swung the helmet, hit 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 him right on top of the head. Because I don't, he doesn't. I he guess doesn't there, seem like there that hasn't kind of been guy. enough off-field issues for him to make me think like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And he's always seemed like a like pretty upstanding guy. Yeah, and so like I watched Hard Knocks. <laughs> yeah, I just it's Mason Rudolph decided they're not pressing legal charges but like he could have they could have charged him with assault yeah like he hit him he in the head him with a, a helmet we- a weapon and hit hit a guy in the head like on national tv <laughs> not a great move not a great move he's suspended for at least the season i like that they added and the postseason yeah. <laughs> lol the browns making the postseason he's got him <laughs> he's got to meet with uh commissioner goodell to potentially be reinstated i think that honestly he needs like uh, some divine intervention to play again before week eight of next next year. Some divine intervention. Yeah. Wow. But come to Jesus. I think like honestly, he would have to be like, just have to l- express and actually live out the utmost humility and just ownership of his mistake. He's just gonna have to like, Ray Rice it. <laughs> Yeah. That's what Ray Rice had to do, and he never got let back in. <laughs> Obviously, true. his was his is different. a lot. Uh, yeah. I would say a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's one thing to, yeah. Let's, yeah. We'll just, we can't talk about that right yeah. now. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it wasn't good. I had a thought, and I think it just left me. But, um, bad, oh, I, I know what I was going to say. It, you know what sucks for Miles Garrett is that um, this is what he's going to be known for. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was a pretty upstanding guy, and I would think he thinks that about himself too, and that's how he carried himself. And this one little moment of, like, seeing red when you've got this little pipsqueak quarterback coming after you and you just swing a helmet at him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he's going to be known for. Pretty much for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. when people think about Miles Garrett in football together, it'll it'll be 
or just a Miles Garrett decade by it. before he can <clears throat> recover from this, you know, socially. I don't think you ever fully recover from it. I mean, but if he did, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like... You mean him, like, as a person, <laughs> like, trying to get over this? Like, I'm saying, like, okay, let's say he gets back in the NFL, and then we just, you know, they talk about it, and he has a mediocre career, and but he's actually, like, a good guy and, and you know, good head on his shoulder and wants to get into, like, being an analyst or something. Like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a while, if ever. I don't know if he'd ever be able to be... A- an Maybe analyst. on the ACC network. <laughs> big, well, big he'd be network. great on the Pac-12 network. He'd be better than any of those guys. <laughs> Shout out to Joey Harrington. Is he still on the Pac-12 network? No, he did Fox. That's right. That's a lot of hate. I shouldn't say that about the Pac-12 network. Everyone always gives them a hard time. They have had a they lot had... of s- some bad stuff, but they also do a pretty good job sometimes. Yeah. A lot of the time. I think their biggest like notch against them is... They're dealing with all East Coast and Midwestern networks. Yeah. Which you're just not going to have the market share, and you're just, it's not mm. going to be, when you have Pac 12 after dark going till 1 a.m. Eastern, it's like 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Shout out to Yogi Roth, though. I, li- I really like mm. Yogi Roth. Right on. Um, okay. I wanted to go with the one of the best things that happened this week. Um, UT Permian Basin. Yes. It was their senior day. They're in a a college in Odessa, Texas. And there's an interception late in the game. Quarterback from, I don't know what what college, but... (laughs) No one cares. He just, he whiffs the throw, and it's like an interception in the backfield. And he's running. He's uh, this defensive end, you know, catching this linebacker's coming up. There's one lineman chasing him maybe to like the 40-yard line. And then it's just these two guys. They're running down, and he looks back the the defenseman that got it, and he just he looks back. They're running back, for a pick six. Run, yes, thank you. All running the way down the field. Picks. I said pick sack. <laughs> uh, and then he hands it to his teammate, so he can score a touchdown on his last college football day ever. Because his teammate was a senior. Yeah, and it's now I'm not the fact that I don't know his name probably means he gets undrafted. <laughs> Um, and also, I mean, it's not to say that you can't play at a small school and get drafted. You know, shout out to, you know, Cooper Cup, Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington, go uh, Eagles. Go Eagles, yeah. Um, but you think about this. That was probably the last time, the last day, that that guy will ever have shoulder pads on and a helmet. Could be. Like you can pick. You can have a pickup soccer game and a pickup tennis game, or tennis match, sorry, and like a you know, play baseball, city league. But, like, I remember high school football, semifinals, playoffs, we lost. I took off my shoulder pads for the last time. And so this guy got his touchdown on his last day, which, a little shout-out to a personal story, uh, my last offensive play of my, like, high school football career, like, last was my first touchdown. What? Yeah, it's kind of cool. And they, like, checked down. Like, they called timeout. Coach came in as like, okay, Eric's gonna be on the left side here. It just it was just slants from like the ten yard line. And uh, earlier in the season, uh, our quarterback Grant Hedrick, who ended up playing for Boise State, he uh, he I had a wide open pass and he just overthrew me. I mean like ten yards over my head. <laughs> and he said, I will get you back in his last play. And it was supposed to go left. And he checks it. 
he checked Ringo, Ringo, because they had lined up, and I just, first touchdown. Nice. Beautiful. Love that. But I think that was just a great moment for a teammate to be like, hey, this is important, but this is more important to you. And you could see when he got the ball, he was so excited. Yeah, he, he's like, yeah. He started running faster. Yeah. And then they had the, like awesome celebration in the end zone. They got well. a flag for it. Did they? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Yeah. Uh, um, and worst of the week. Anyone who is up 28 to 3. <laughs> Ever in football. Ever in football. You don't want to be up 28 to 3. The Wisconsin uh, versus Illinois. Earlier this year, Illinois, they were up 20, or Wisconsin was up 28 to 3. Illinois ends up upsetting an undefeated Wisconsin. Yep. This last week, Oklahoma and Baylor. Gosh. Of course, the infamous 28 to 3 third quarter. Patriots Falcons in the Super Bowl. Yep. Will be I mean the 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 Falcons tweeted after the Oklahoma Baylor game just the emoji of the guy with the hand on his face. Yeah, so good. 28 to 3. Oh. And we just saw a uh, a photo of the Falcons logo in, in Baylor colors. <laughs> so true. So good. So best best and worst of the week. Yeah. Gosh, I just hope the Eagles are never up 28 to 3. <laughs> Especially in the Super Bowl. Gosh, seriously. Oh, all right. Well, I think that concludes the show for this week. Yeah. First time going over an hour, I think. Yeah. Just went over. Yeah, we like to keep things spicy. It's probably because we spent a good amount of time talking about life. I like it. It was good. I like so that. Good. Let us know if you like that. Yeah. Uh, give us a follow. Um, give oh, us a follow on. You know what? A- it's not over an hour because there's three minutes of. Uh, dead time that we'll cut out because we talked too much about Greg Oden. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that we can't include. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other streaming services. Um, for Shannon Hartley, for Jeff Greytrek, I'm Shannon Hartley, <laughs> and, and this is Dads Who, Who Love Sports. Sports.